Well, hello, hello. How are you doing? How are you doing? This is the S. Anthony Thomas is the S. Anthony says podcast. How are you doing, you bastards? This is episode number 424. Oh, yeah, I'm back, my friends. And you know what I want to talk to you guys about this time? This is a pretty interesting thing. It's amazing to me how many times we decide we want to punish somebody. And in many cases, the person doesn't deserve to be punished can't be punished or doesn't even know they're being punished. It happens all the time, right? And I'm going to talk about something a little bit serious before I get into the rest of the thing. Now, I had a friend of mine. Well, he's still a friend of mine. I said had like he, like he fell off a cliff or something. But he has a child that is developmentally delayed. He doesn't understand certain things. And everybody loves him. I love him. Everybody does. But the thing is, sometimes he does things that don't necessarily that are not necessarily the best thing to do. Like he'll he'll eat something he's not supposed to eat when he's not supposed to eat it or he'll move things around. We all have relatives. If you have a, a relative that is developmentally delayed or mentally challenged, I have some, you have some. You know what I'm talking about. Maybe you're part of your extended family. And sometimes they exhibit behaviors that are not the norm of obviously. So in this particular scenario, he has a son and his son sometimes does things that you wouldn't expect unless you're familiar with him. Right. And the person from the outside will see this and will just go, well, I would do this. Now, you can tell by the simple fact that the person opened their mouth and said that you can tell this person does not have to deal with anything like this because they don't understand. Well, why don't you just punish him? You can't punish certain people, mainly because he doesn't have the cognitive ability to associate the action with any kind of punishment you would have given him. What are you going to do? Spank him? He won't associate the spanking with the bad action. And why would you want to hit somebody in the first place? I was never hit as a child. Now, if corporal punishment is your thing, I get it. You know, I'm not judging anybody, but I'm just saying in this particular scenario, it wouldn't mean it. Well, why don't you just take away his games? All he's going to do is now see that his games are gone. Or if you take the game in, from in front of him while he's there, he's going to wonder why you're taking the game. He will not associate the bad behavior or the behavior that you find bad because in the grand scheme of things, what he's doing may not necessarily be a bad thing. It may just be annoying. You may put your phone here. And the last time he saw your phone, it was on the shelf downstairs. So to him, he thinks your phone belongs on the shelf downstairs. So he thinks he's doing a good thing. He takes your phone and puts it on the shelf downstairs. You lose your phone. You don't know where it is. You don't remember you left it in his room when you came in to give him some soup. You don't remember. So you don't even bother looking in there. You're looking all over the house and then you ding, ding, ding. I remember I was upstairs in his room. I gave him soup. Oh, I didn't. I spilled some on my, uh, I spilled some. I went, oh no, I put my phone down and it's up there in the room. But then you go up in the room and it's not there. Oh, but then you realize, no, I absolutely did put it there. Well, he can't talk. So how are you going to ask him? You can't ask him. So what do you do? You guys, okay, where does the day begin? You go through the house with a like a fine tooth comb. You go to the basement. By the way, when you go to the basement, you had to walk past the living room. You had to walk past the dining room. You had to walk past that shelf. Never occurred to you that it'd be on that shelf. It was literally right there standing on the shelf pointing to itself, but you walk quite past it. 
And then the phone stood up and gave you the middle finger like I was waving to myself, dummy. Well, uh, you go right downstairs and look in the basement. You ain't going to find me because I'm right here, stupid. Ever think about calling me? Huh? Oh, never mind. My battery's dead. So you can't even call me. Ah, I hope it takes you all night to find me, punk. You go through the whole basement. You don't find anything. You find you found five dollars. You lost back in 1997. You found the catches that you lost when you were 27 years old. You find your reason for living. I <laughs> know you don't because you don't have one. OK, yes, you do. But it ain't down there. You come back up into the room with the phone in it. You actually look on the shelf. And while you're looking on the shelf, you pick up some mail. You put it on the top shelf. Now the mail is covering the phone oh no you go through the whole house cursing and kicking and you're yelling at everybody you imagine pick up the phone angry every time it rings hello what is it um i was just saying i'm on my way home well, uh, you can help me find the phone okay? Right now, your wife's, oh, you going to hang up on me? Now your wife's mad at you because you, you took it out on her. She's going to come back to the house and put a three inch heels in your buttocks okay maybe you're into that you sick bastards but that's a different story back to what we were talking about right she's driving home i can't believe he hung up the phone on me you go over you walk and you lean on the wall damn it you hit the wall the mail from the top shelf falls onto the floor and up there's the phone oh man it was right here the whole time <laughs> i'm so crazy oh wait a minute he probably put it on the top shelf oh because he thought it was a right dag why was he touching my stuff dag nabbit you take the phone off, you, you, you're laughing, you're just glad you found the phone, you finally spent some money on the phone, your last few phones were cheap, this one's a more expensive phone, oh, so glad I found my phone, woo, you plug it in, and you think everything is okay, the front door is opening, and now you remember you hung up on your wife as she walks up, you mother jumper, you go hang up on me, sorry baby, I was hanging the back, and I don't and the reason I did it was blah blah blah. She's like, "Oh, so you gonna get mad at me and take it out on me because of a phone?" Yo, and she's not listening to your explanation. So you already know. You already know she's gonna be mad all night. And all night means at night, and at night means when you go into bed. And when you go to bed, the only thing you're gonna get to play with is the phone. Cause she's mad. Cause you were stupid. Then you realize your son put it on the top shelf and you're trying to figure out a way to get him to not do that. You can't get mad at him. He didn't do anything wrong. He thought he was helping out. Right. You can't punish him. Only thing you can do is take care of what you're doing and make sure that you know what he's what he's capable of doing and the kind of things he does. But you can't punish him. You've been on the other side of it, too. You ever have somebody try to do something to you to punish you and they're trying to punish you and you just don't give a damn. You ever cut somebody off in traffic by accident and then you're like, oh, I didn't mean to do that. The person pulls up beside you, starts giving you the riot act. You mother, and you try to give him the old, I'm sorry about that, my bad face. And he's still mad. And he drives home right cuts you off right then he goes to the exit goes home and he starts yelling to his family or her family and that whole household is mad you forgot all about the crap right they thought cutting you off was giving making you upset you ain't even thinking about those dumb bastards you forgot all about it because it's not like they hit your car 
And he's at home yelling at his wife, another thing. Well, let me tell you something, Bill. I'm sleeping with your brother. Oh, yeah. He wouldn't have found out his wife was getting it on with his, with his brother. If it wasn't for you, you should be ashamed of yourself for cutting them off. <laughs> wow. But I remember driving on the road one time. I don't really think I even if it did anything to this dude. I don't think I did anything to the dude. I'm pretty sure I didn't do anything to the dude. Right. I'm pre I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty good at keeping abreast of what's going on around me. I'm always checking my mirrors because there's always somebody doing something stupid. I was driving to get back home today and there's a car behind me tailgating me. And I'm going, why is this guy tailgating me? It's, it's Sunday. It is Sunday early Late, late morning on a Sunday, there's no traffic. Why is this guy tailgating me? And I have to slow down. He thinks I'm brake checking him. I'm not brake checking him. I'm literally looking in front of me and I see a guy backing out of his driveway at about 30 miles an hour. He's going to back into the, into the road and then step on the gas and take off because he thinks, why wait for these two cars to go by? They may delay me for about one and a half seconds. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to back out and potentially cause a three-car accident because I'm an idiot. So I slow down. Car backs out. Goes into the traffic. The guy behind me, honking his horn. Didn't even see the car in front of me. He continues to follow me. I see a big divot in the road. I slow down. He's honking his horn. I drive around. He's so busy fixating on fixated on me, he didn't even see the hole he almost drove in. That's how dumb this guy is. So now we're on another road, and he, apparently he's either he's either following me or going in the same general direction. And there's a lot of things in the direction that I'm going: shopping centers, stores, this, that. It's a big place, so okay, maybe he's going there too. The road opens up a little bit, so now he can get around me. Keep in mind, I'm. By the way, if there's any police officers listening, I'm going to reference speeding and refer to myself. But I want to let you know that any references to me speeding are dirty lies. <laughs> okay, that'll keep me out of trouble. So I'm going faster than the speed limit. Once again, police officers, if you're listening, I'm lying. I'm saying that part just to make the story more interesting. I definitely was going exactly the speed limit. So any references to me going over the speed limit are just me embellishing to make the story more interesting. <laughs> Back to the story. I'm speeding a little bit. It's 35 miles an hour. I'm going 40. And the guy has all this space all this space he could drive around me and take off you know when somebody is behind you you're not going fast enough for, for them they speed around you step on the gas and drive angrily at 80 miles an hour well this guy decided not to do that so i'm going 40 miles an hour i figured let me just speed up a little bit i'm going 45 he's still behind me tailgating me by the way police officers uh that's all a dirty lie like i said i was still going in exactly 35 miles an hour <laughs> that ought to keep me out of trouble back to the store and now I'm going 50. I'm going, what is with this guy? What is with this guy? There's plenty of space to go around me. I'm not going any faster than this. And for the police officers listening, I wasn't going any faster than 35. <laughs> Back to the story. So then the guy whips around me, gets next to me, yelling at, I don't know what he's yelling at. I really don't give a damn because he's nuts. Right? Then he pulls in front of me and he starts to take off at a high rate of speed. I'm going, good. Get out of here, jackass. And then I'm driving and I slow back down to 35, which before the police officers listening, maintain 35. <laughs> back to the story. 
and he starts brake checking me, right? Slowing down. And then he picks up speed. I'm going, okay, he brake checked me. I guess he, I guess he got it out of his system. You know, he had to do, I mean, it was an a-hole move to do, but I'm pretty sure he got it out of his, and he does it again. And now we're going. And I, of course, I'm maintaining exactly the speed limit, definitely not going faster than that. He does it again. I didn't even know brake checking was a thing. I really didn't know brake checking was a thing. The only reason I was aware of it or even knew about the name of it was I was, this is a few years ago. It was actually quite a few years ago. I was, because uh, my uncle has, these uncles have passed away. But this is when one of them was just beginning to get sick. And I'm sitting outside the hospital waiting for my other uncle, who's his old, who was his younger brother, but he was, who's, who was taking care of him in a, with my help, of course. And I'm downstairs giving them some brother on brother time, you know, because no matter how close a nephew is, they're brothers. So, you know, if one of, if, if my other uncle was acting like a jackass and my uncle that's with me needs to go, hey, now that your nephew's gone, let me tell you what a jackass you're being. He needs to be able to do that. Like if my sister, God forbid, was sick and, you know, other relatives were around, that's my sister. There's going to be times when no matter how close you are as relatives, y'all need to get out so I can say to my sister or my brother, hey, you're being an idiot. And I have permission to say that you as the younger relative, the niece, the nephew, you know, maybe even the child, you can't say certain things. But as a brother, I can say that crap. You're being an idiot. And it's the same thing. If I ever made a mistake, I haven't made one in 53 years. But if ever I make one, <laughs> F y'all back to me, if ever I make one, she has permission to tell me I'm making a mistake. And if she's listening, you know damn well you have no problem telling me if I mess up. I mean, not that I've ever done that. <laughs> F y'all back to the story. So I'm downstairs in the car and I'm watching the video. I'm just watching YouTube videos on my tablet and because uh, I'm tapped into the Wi-Fi of the hospital and I'm downstairs and I'm watching it and it, it was a things not to do in front of a semi. And there were people literally who didn't think the semi was driving fast enough because we all know that semis have the ability to accelerate at the same speed as supercars, right? <laughs> Morons. So the, so the semi's not going fast enough for these jackasses. They literally cut around the semi into oncoming traffic, by the way, and cut in front of the semi. Okay, you got away with it. You didn't have a head-on collision, which is which could have happened, you moron. Now you're in front of the semi. So obviously now that you're in front of the semi-truck, in front of the 18-wheeler, of course now you're going to take off and go off to your destination. Oh, no, you're not. You're going to drive feet in front of the semi-truck. And then to teach the truck, which is loaded with eight, 80 thousand pounds of gravel and can and it takes a couple of football fields away for it to stop from 50 or 60 miles an hour what you're going to do in your nissan Sentra, what you're going to do in your prius is you're going to step on the brakes and brake check the semi truck with 80,000 pounds of gravel in it when it needs a football field or two to stop and you've given him a six feet. I think we know how that went, don't we? Have you ever seen an accordion? Have you ever seen, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, oh, I'm drawing a blank. You know when people fold paper into ducks, right? 
Right? You ever seen that? Ever seen a crumpled up piece of paper that you threw in the trash can? Hmm? Ever seen food after you've put it in the garbage disposal? Hmm? Well, that's what the car looked like. Fortunately, the dumbass in the car was alive. Break check. If you go online and you go on internet, or you go on YouTube, you can see tons of videos called Don't Break Check a Semi Truck. Break when brake checking goes wrong. There should have only been one video like that in history. It should have happened one time and every other driver should have gone, whoa, not going to do that. Right? A person wouldn't walk up to somebody in a karate outfit with blood all on it with the guy overhearing the guy go, look, man, I'm sorry I beat the guy to death who was trying to to teach the anger management course but I don't like the way he was looking at me and that's why I fucked him up that's not the guy you want to walk up and say hey man you in the karate gi with the black belt that just beat the shit out of your and the guy who was trying to teach you anger management I just wanted to let you know one thing man you look like a bitch and your wife is ugly and I ought to know because I was nailing her yesterday would you do that no why because there's consequences and that guy would beat your ass but even if that guy beat your ass, that's less than what would happen if you break check a semi truck. Back to what happened to me. So the guy's break checking me again and again and again. He's trying to punish me for a slight that was an obvious act accident on my part that i facially apologized for i gave him the my bad sorry about that thing i even rolled down my window i forgot to tell you about that said sorry about that man my fault my fault even though i didn't cut him off that bad and it was an absolute accident that i was literally 60 percent responsible for which means more but he was also 40 percent responsible for easing out the way that he did for, do, I mean, for doing what he did by getting behind me and driving too close Right. It was 60 percent my fault. I'll give it that because I could have braked a little earlier. But I was looking at something else to make sure that I didn't hit by something else. OK. All right. I mean, in the same situation with me being behind him, I wouldn't have driven that closely. So we both had some of the fault. I, I'll take most of it. OK, fine. But was that really worth it? brake checking so what happens after i'm brake checked six or seven times what does he get out of it what does he expect me to do does he expect me to follow him home listen man i want to apologize for you know not driving faster and and, and being maybe a half a second too slow to react to some things in the road but you were driving kind of close. But since it was 60% my fault, you know what I'm going to do? Here's some money. Yeah, here's some money. And in fact, when you wake up tomorrow, your car is going to be washed. And I'm going to vacuum it out. Yeah, I said it. And the next time the snow, it snows, I'm cleaning the snow off your car. And I'm going to take your kids to school for a month. That's my gift to you. Because I reacted a little slowly to a hole in the road that could have broken my axle. And I didn't drive a little bit faster, even though that would have been speeding. Okay, hold on. Let me stop this podcast for a second. I just started thinking about it. Wait a minute. Did I say it was 60% my fault? 
I got news for you. I changed my mind. It was 116% that bastard's fault. Why am I trying to blame myself? I started thinking about, wait a minute. I didn't see that hole in the road until I saw the hole in the road. And I did see that car and I, um, I kept from crashing into that car that backed into the, to the road. And then, wait a second. I was driving faster than I wanted to. By the way, if there's any police officers listening, I was not driving faster than I wanted to. Back to the story. And I was driving faster than I wanted to to try to appease him. I literally just spent the last few minutes on the, my own podcast blaming myself for this piece of crap. <sighs> anyway. But did he really think that brake checking me was going to change anything? Hmm? Right? Usually I have a, 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 a dash cam in my car. Now what if I had a dash cam in my car and we had an accident? Whose fault is it going to be? Mine? The person who's driving at the speed limit? Uh, for real this time. Driving at the speed limit? And for real last time too. <laughs> Moving on. Or the person brake checking, and all of a sudden I would, and I'm the kind of person I wouldn't say anything about the dash cam till we got in court. I'd wait for him to lie under. Oh, that another thing that guy ran into me. And did you get that? Did you actually put that into the court record? So now I'm going to be bound by it. Oh, by the way, everybody, I have video of him tailgating me and then brake checking me. Oh, wait a minute. Why couldn't you bring that up before I perjured myself? Because I don't like you, that's why. <laughs> so his brake checking was punishment to me, I guess. But the thing was, I wasn't in a hurry. I had hours to kill. I had taken the entire day off because I wanted to watch football. Or actually record this and then watch football. So I had time to kill. I wasn't trying to get back. So you're sitting there all stressed out, angry, fuming when you were wrong. Yeah, I said it. And I don't give a damn about that. As long as you don't touch my car, I don't care. And then finally he pulled off and gave me the finger in the, in the, in the mirror. And I don't care. Now, odds are that person will not hear this podcast. There's a lot of people that listen to this, but the odds are the person will not hear this podcast. But if you do somehow hear this podcast, you, you you heard the description of what happened. So, you know, it was you. And I want to let you know right now. I don't care. You're a D-bag and you were the subject of a popular podcast hosted by S. Anthony Thomas. You dumb bastard. <laughs> but even though um, you're an asshole, I. You're a potential listener, so I just want to say you're a great guy. <laughs> Shut up, people. I'm trying to grow my audience. <laughs> Folks, I'm back, baby. There was a little bit of a delay because of some uh, personal stuff and some technical issues, but I'm back now. So thank you for coming by. Do me a favor. If you enjoyed this podcast, and you did, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast and tell a friend. If you enjoyed this podcast, and you did, make sure to rate and review five stars, you bastards. Okay? I will see you guys next time. Much love to you.